Welcome to Behold, a podcast for women longing to live a life worthy of the call they have received. I'm Christy Horsch, and this is episode 42. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 42. I am so glad that you are here to join me today. One of the biggest objections to mindset work that I hear is that if I start to treat myself that well, if I love myself that much, I'll just become too self-absorbed and too prideful. And so today we're going to talk a little bit about pride and mindset work and how it all fits together. But let's start with a prayer. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Come Holy Spirit, come and fill our hearts, our minds. Fill our thoughts with your words. Fill our hearts with what brings you delight and break our hearts with what breaks yours. Help who we are to line up with who you are. Help us to follow your will. We ask this in Jesus' name. We ask all that we do to give glory to you. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. So, let's start with pride. What is pride? Pride is excessive love of one's own excellence. It's taking us out of the position as the created and putting ourselves in the position of God. It's no wonder that St. Gregory calls this the queen of all sins. Of course we want to avoid pride in that sense. But is it okay to still care for ourselves, love ourselves, be excited about our goals and accomplishments? Yes, absolutely it's still okay. But I'm going to caveat that with when we come from the right mindset. When we do this work. When we begin to speak to ourselves in a loving and compassionate way, our purpose is to replace the voice of the enemy with the voice of God. If we're constantly condemning ourselves in our own mind, if we aren't acknowledging the creation that God made us to be and instead tearing ourselves down at every turn, then the voice we're using in our mind is not reflecting God's voice. When we hear Jesus speak to sinners in the Bible, he uses compassion and love He convicts them to live their purpose, to go and sin no more. He doesn't belittle them or condemn them. He speaks truth. And if we reflect this in the way that we speak to ourselves, we'll become more attuned to his voice. We'll begin to see ourselves the way that he sees us, and the way he sees us is the way that we really are. Some people have the concern that God loves them so much, so if they love themselves in that way, they'll become prideful and selfish. But I would argue that if you're seeing yourself closer to the version of how God sees you, it actually has the opposite effect. The Lord knows every inch of you. He knows your failings and your strengths, and his love convicts you to do better. We start to see that our value, our worth, does not lie in ourselves or what we do or what we accomplish, but in him alone. We're his creation, and as such, we have worth. And as we recognize this in ourselves, we begin to recognize it in others as well. Our hearts soften to those who God has put into our lives. We don't only start to love ourselves as he loves us, we start to love others as he does too. 
when we realize that this kind of love is available to us now, today, no matter what we weigh, or where we live, or how many kids we have, or where we work, or how we parent, when we see that our value is not actually tied to these things, and that our worth lies in Him, we start to care for ourselves in a better way. We know the Holy Spirit is living inside of us, and we long to take care of our bodies. We recognize that God has given us a special purpose that only we can fulfill. But we can only do that if we align our will to His, which often means caring for our needs, our physical, mental, emotional, spiritual needs. It means prioritizing and letting Him show us what is actually important today. Then, when we accomplish our goals, we can find excitement, contentment, satisfaction, as the Lord tells us, well done, good and faithful servant. If we recognize where we stand in relation to God, we realize that it isn't about what we've done, but what God has done through us. Then we share the story of our mountains climbed, our hurdles overcome, the insurmountable odds that, we beat, that we've beaten. We can point to him in our joy. We can say, I said yes. I said yes to the Lord. I worked hard like he asked me to, and through his grace and mercy, I am here. Then your life becomes a glory story. And sometimes that feels scary. We think, if I tell people about this huge goal I've accomplished, they'll just think that I'm bragging. It would just be too prideful. But in all actuality, when God is working through us and he's nudging us to share, it's more than likely to plant a seed. The woman you're sharing with may have needed to hear how God is working in your life. She may not have realized that God still works miracles. He still changes hearts. He still loves sinners. And by you sharing your story, she can see his glory and his awesome power. We don't have to shy away from that. That isn't pride, that's truth. One of the enemy's favorite tricks is to tell lies wrapped with truth. We're told you are inadequate can't do this alone. And this sounds true. So we believe it and we fall into despair as we set aside our great dreams and goals. But the truth is, yes, we are inadequate, but no, we are not alone. The Lord is with us and we can achieve all things through him. When we accomplish great things with the Lord's grace and mercy, the enemy encourages us to hide them away so that his glory cannot be seen and others won't be inspired to faith. This week, I want you to share your wins your victories with those around you. Let them know how God is moving in your life. Show them the virtues that you're growing in. Let his light shine through your victories because you know and acknowledge that they're his victories. You are his precious child. He delights in you. He wants others to be welcomed into your life so that they can delight in you too and that you in turn can delight in them. We're not all called to the same role in the body of Christ. To summarize St. Paul, the foot can't be the knee and the hand can't be the stomach. We, have all, we all have a role to play in this body. And some will have a more, more hidden work. Some will have more public work. But all will have work to be shared for the glory of God. Let's not shy away from that. Let's shout from the rooftops that we have a God who saves, who loves, and who invites us into relationship and communion with him. One of the greatest things that Jesus teaches us in the Gospels is how to give God glory. How are you giving God glory through your life, through the way that you love yourself and love others? How does your 
story bring about God's glory? How are you sharing that story? I want you to sit with these questions this week and ask God how he is calling you to shine his light. He may be calling you to shine to your husband or your kids or your best friend. Or he may be calling you to shine at your workplace or your school or your greater community. It's when we embrace his calling and his will for us out of love and a desire to give him glory. Then our lives sing to the glory of God in all that we do. And that brings us that much closer to living our life worthy of the call we've received. I'm Christy Horsch. Thank you so much for joining me. Please, if you have a moment to rate and review, I would really appreciate that. It helps to get this out to other women who may be interested. Um, I do have a new Behold site that is con that can connect you to these episodes, as well as any worksheets that I mentioned, because sometimes there's worksheet that comes out with the episode. And so now they are all in one place. So you can see the show notes on how to sign up for that. And Beckend is open currently. If you're listening to this when this, when this episode becomes live, <laughs> um, Beckend is open right now. Beckend is the monthly membership that we have that invites you to dive deeper into these concepts, to learn how to love yourself. We also have courses on weight loss, relationships, intimacy. We're about to have a course on minimalism, Lent, holidays. The list goes on and on. Plus you get group coaching every week twice a week, and so much more. So I hope you'll consider looking into that and joining. Um, in the show notes, you can find a link for that as well. Prices will be going up for Beckend starting March 2nd. So the doors are open until Lent begins. And so while the doors are open, we are still at a very low price. But after that, the next time the doors open, the price will have gone up. Just want to make you aware of that in case you're like, well, I'm planning to join in the summer. It will cost a little more then. So just wanted to make sure you were all aware of that. If you ever have any questions or you'd like to talk about something a little more in depth, I do do um, curiosity calls where we can see, you can learn a little bit more about the programs I offer, a little bit more about life coaching with me and how all of this works, as well as I can answer your questions for you. So please don't hesitate to contact me. I hope that you all have a wonderful week and next week I will see you where we are going to dive into Lent and what we will be doing for Lent this year. Have a blessed week.